Days after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki responded to a reporter's question about the rise of prices here in the U.S. She responded with, standing up for our values is not without cost. Really? She didn't give a list of those values, but I'm willing to bet that those values had more to do with globalism than with Americanism. We'll discuss this and try to make some sense out of this complicated situation in this episode of Analysis Behind the News, where we provide the perspective and the plan to save American freedom and independence. First of all, let's understand the big picture as promoted by its supporters over the years, a new world order under world government. Founder of the John Birch Society, Robert Welch, explained it and exposed it as a communist conspiracy. He said during the founding meeting in 1958, our immediate and most urgent anxiety, of course, is the threat of the communist conspiracy, and well it should be. For both internationally and within the United States, the communists are much further advanced and more deeply entrenched than is realized by even most of the serious students of the danger among the anti-communists. Mr. Welch tirelessly spent his retirement by working nearly 24-7 to build an organization big enough to throw enough sunshine on the advance of communism in the U.S. and the world to stop it. With all the activities and successes of our organization over the last 60-plus years, we estimate that we've thrown off the timetable of these communist conspirators by about 75 years. In the 1960s, a KGB defector helped to further expose the communist plans. Anatoly Galitsyn reported of a deceptive gradual merging of the communist and non-communist blocs under World Socialism. The New American reported in its May 21, 1991 issue, Galitsyn wanted to warn American leaders that they were severely misguided in believing the KGB to be interested primarily in espionage. He desperately tried to tell his CIA handlers that the purpose of the KGB was to manipulate the political decisions of the West using a process known as strategic deception to achieve its surrender to a future world communist government. The Soviets intended to allow the West to acquire carefully prepared disinformation about communist goals and methods, including sending phony defectors to make the deceptions more believable. To complement this, Galitsyn warned that the Soviets had not only penetrated the leading intelligence services of the West, but had maneuvered their moles into top policy-making positions from where they could help convince the West of the authenticity of this disinformation. As Putin has demonstrated, we can certainly trust the communists to be communists. In terms of the New World Order, let's label the Russian invasion of Ukraine as a globalist war that is indicative of a tug-of-war between two major factions of the New World Order with Putin on one side and the European Union and NATO on the other. As was pointed out by Politico, Putin's aggression toward Ukraine has achieved the impossible, genuine European unity. And what does this unity look like? Not just a total disgust for Putin and the sanctions behind it to prove it, but calls for Ukraine to join the EU and NATO. You see what this is doing driving additional membership into globalist unions that are sparked by Russian aggression. Plus, the move by Putin tops off a history of frustrating relations between the former Soviet Socialist Republic. As hard as Russia has tried over the years to get the country of Ukraine to join it in an economic union, 
the U.S. has helped to work against that plan by getting EU-friendly leadership installed, a serious infringement of the advice of our founding fathers. However, the end game is still the same for both sides tugging on that rope. It's just more socialism with an immediate stripping away of independence and sovereignty that accompanies membership into any of these regional unions. Russia's proposed economic union was designed to lure in its former members of the Soviet Union. Putin published this globalist scheme in an op-ed article for the Russian newspaper Izvestia in 2011. It was titled, A New Integration Project for Eurasia, The Future in the Making. He labeled the final product the Eurasian Union, which would be operational by January 1, 2012. Putin wrote, it took Europe 40 years to move from the European coal and steel community to the full European Union. The establishment of the customs union and the common economic space is proceeding at a much faster pace because we could draw on the experience of the EU and other regional associations. Putin addressed the globalist tug of war between the EU and Russia by writing, some of our neighbors explain their lack of interest in joining forward-looking integration projects in the post-Soviet space by saying that these projects contradict their pro-European stance. I believe that this is a false antithesis. We do not intend to cut ourselves off, nor do we plan to stand in opposition to anyone. The Eurasian Union will be based on universal integration principles as an essential part of greater Europe, united by shared values of freedom, democracy, and market laws. Now, knowing what we do about megalomaniacs, neither side will be comfortable letting the other side lead. So, Putin placed a warning shot across the bow of the EU by perhaps suggesting Russia play a much larger role in the globalist EU. He then concluded with a glimpse into how the new world order could be built. He wrote, For example, take the two largest associations on our continent, the European Union and the Eurasian Union, currently under construction. In building cooperation on the principles of free trade rules and compatible regulation systems, they are in a position to disseminate these principles, including through third parties and regional institutions, all the way from the Atlantic to the Pacific Oceans. They will thus create an area that will be economically harmonized, but that still will remain diverse when it comes to specific mechanisms and management solutions. At that point, it will make sense to engage in a constructive dialogue on the fundamentals of cooperation with the countries of the Asia-Pacific region, North America, and other regions. It doesn't sound like Putin is happy to just govern Russia, but rather to harmonize relations with other regional unions being proposed or constructed, including the North American Union, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the Transatlantic Trade Investment Partnership, the Atlantic Union, and many other existing unions throughout the world. Ukraine is looked at as a major player in Putin's Eurasian Union, especially given their energy resources and economic stability. As even Wikipedia put it, the country's membership in the EAEU, the Eurasian Economic Union, was seen by some analysts as the key to the success of the Union as Ukraine has the second largest economy of any of the 15 former republics of the Soviet Union. With high tensions between Russia and Ukraine in the wake of the crisis, 
Ukraine decided to pursue integration with the EU. According to a 2014 article by Foreign Affairs, the mouthpiece of the chief globalist organization, the Council on Foreign Relations, the current crisis began last fall when Russia used threats and economic pressure to force Ukraine not to sign a free trade agreement with the EU. Now we see a frustrated Putin using his military might to make up for lost ground over the last near decade. But as the Ukrainian people are showing him, the previous genocides committed by Russia in the 1930s and post-World War II has steeled the resolve of Ukrainians. But no matter the victor, the globalists will chalk a win up for their side. As the globalist institutions gain more members, more clout, and more credibility. As of this week, Ukraine has applied for membership in the EU. The real losers here are those innocent civilians caught in between freedom and globalism who are currently making a brave stand for what they think is freedom, but globalism will eventually only deliver more bondage. With a Russian victory, the bondage only happens quicker. Much more could be said about this including George Soros' involvement back in 2014 as he helped set Ukraine up for globalism, and China's involvement here is also being a driver of the New World Order as it ramps up its efforts to expand its iron fist over its neighbors. Just watch what China does to Taiwan if Russia succeeds. Now, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson supported a foreign policy of peace, commerce, and honest friendship with all nations and entangling alliances with none. Secretary of State John Quincy Adams said in 1821, wherever the standard of freedom and independence has been or shall be unfurled, there will her heart, her benedictions, and her prayers be. But she goes not abroad in search of monsters to destroy. She is the well-wisher to the freedom and independence of all. He goes on in the following paragraphs to explain how the founding principle of liberty would turn into force if the country did get involved in the inner workings of foreign countries. Unfortunately, we've gotten used to seeing various agencies and branches of the federal government tread where they should not. And for as much as we may want to see Putin being beat, it goes against the advice of the founders and the very fabric of this country if we send in the military in Ukraine. However, the president of Ukraine has made an invitation to arm up anyone who wants to help. For those advocating for American boots on the ground, you're free to join. Just don't wait for anyone in Congress to make the first move. Tonight, the nation will hear Biden's State of the Union speech as he tries to explain how the 40-year high of inflation, the skyrocketing gas prices, and the further tightening of the supply chain are all just mere costs to our values. He'll probably blame much of this on Russia, but let the record reflect the extraordinarily irresponsible spending the shutting down of America's domestic petroleum industry, and the un-American dependability of essential foreign goods that used to be mined and manufactured in this country are all products of globalism, the enemy of Americanism. And when an enemy is aided and abetted by the highest levels of government, that, ladies and gentlemen, is treason. The fact that the U.S. has gone from being energy independent to now having to import nearly 18 million barrels of oil every month from communist Russia, all under the leadership of President Biden, goes a long way to financing the Russian war with Ukraine. 
let that one sink in for a little bit. Again, we hearken back to the visionary of Robert Welch and the whistleblowing Anatoly Galitsyn, both exposing the communist conspiracy for what it is, bondage for the human race under world government. Now consider what you've witnessed these last two years. You've had a front row seat watching the new world order being shaped, and with every crisis, the globalist principles of Agenda 2030 and the Great Reset being implemented. Left unchallenged, these principles will eventually govern your life, limit your choices, and pull you into bondage, probably all without a shot being fired like Czechoslovakia in the 1950s, or perhaps, perhaps, one day we'll be forced to defend the homeland by those seeking to force our hand into their union, only to be delivered similarly into a globalist trap like Ukraine. But folks, it doesn't have to be that way. Mr. Welch gave us a gift in the form of this organization. Our mission of exposing this conspiracy, throwing off their timetable, and stopping their agenda continues. Let's not wait to have to choose between globalist masters like Ukraine. Let's defend our God-given liberties, overall freedom, independence, and sovereignty, while also restoring the proper balance of government within its constitutional limitations. You can get started by joining the John Birch Society today. So we ask you, learn more by visiting jbs.org and apply for membership today. Links are in the video description. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and get organized, patriots.